like to learn more about our host, OJ Tokes, please visit his website, ojtokes.com. That is O J T as in Tom, O K as in Kite, S as in Steve.com, ojtokes.com. Welcome again to the While You Are Single podcast and enjoy the show. Here is OJ Tokes. Welcome to While You Are Single podcast. I hope the podcast has been a blessing to you and I hope you've been enjoying our panel on what marriage is like, the panel discussion on what marriage is like. Well, today is part five. Enjoy. Have there been a time in your marriage you thought of leaving? Have there been a time in your marriage that you thought of leaving? Okay. Um. Well, our marriage is completely backwards from most marriages. A lot of marriages start off in honeymoon, la-la land, and then some problems may come up. Ours, the problems met us day one (laughs) of our marriage. And um, later on, I realized that the reason our marriage was really being attacked because God had a vision for it. And so... um, (laughs) I would say the first two years, almost every day, I asked God, did I hear you wrong? Like, I really thought this is the guy you wanted me to marry. And God was very faithful and always uh, just guiding me and just uh, just being with us and just filling the void in my heart because, um, like I said, there was a lot of attacks. There were times that um, we, we did not speak to one another. There was hostility. There was just lack of love, lack, lack of affection. But um, God told me to keep praying, to keep seeking him. And the crazy thing that I think about was during these years of hard times, God told me to start a woman's Bible study. Why would he have me start a woman's Bible study when I think my marriage is falling apart? But uh, I did that. I trusted him. And all these wonderful testimonies came from these women. And I think God was just showing me then, if you trust me when you are weak, I will show you how strong you can be. And in the midst of all this, we have um, we have a wonderful marriage today. And I thank him that, that we did not become parents until all that ugliness came and came and left. And I'm not saying our marriage is perfect, but I'm just saying that the Holy Spirit is completely all up in this. Because um, once we resolve those issues, um, God bless us with two beautiful babies. And in the process of that, we have helped several marriages just by sharing our testimonies. And, and I think it's wonderful to share the hard times, to show everybody marriage is not going to be a pretty perfect portrait. There's going to be many hard times, and there's going to be moments where you doubt yourself and you doubt God. But you have to listen to that whisper, and you have to trust that until he tells you to leave, you do not leave. Because that could be the enemy attacking something really, really powerful. Like the day that we got married after our ceremony, somebody told me that they gave their life to Christ after hearing our testimony at our ceremony. And so that should have rewarded me. Okay, you know, the devil's really going to fight us. (laughs) 
But um, we've never stopped fighting for our marriage, and we've never stopped fighting for each other. So. Thank you. Anybody else want to share? Anyone ever thought about leaving? Oh, we're the only ones for real. <laughs> <laughs> married in 2001 it's not because I don't cherish our marriage it's because I just deal with you know forgetfulness from smoking weed for 10 years um, um, 2001 in 1998 I got saved but I wasn't really saved you know I was just going through the motion I hadn't had an encounter with God I just repeated the you know the Romans 10 9 and um, and so I'm doing Christian rap on the weekends, going out and dancing and doing Christian rap for about eight years, and coming home and drinking and smoking and getting high and you know cheating on my wife and just different things and traveling the world dancing and and um, so we that was a, a season of our life. In 2007, radically, uh, God touched me radically. January 7, 2007, and immediately I had I did a 180 within 20 minutes of being on the ground, getting up and being like. What was that? Like I had an encounter with God. And everything I had dealt with, see, I had given my life to the Lord, but I was still dealing with strongholds. I was still dealing with generational things. And and so those things were broken. The Bible says it's the anointing that destroys the yoke. They weren't just broken, they were destroyed. And and I got up, and now I'm told within 20 minutes of, of prayer, I'm a totally different person. And now we were arguing for about eight months over... You pray too much. You go to church too much. Duh, you know, when it was, you're at the strip club. You're, duh, duh, you know. <laughs> and so then I was like, man, but you don't, you don't understand what I encountered. And I was praying for her to have the encounter. About eight months later, she has the encounter. 
she gets up off the floor and she goes, he's real. <laughs> and so things started changing then. So we started kind of working together. Getting, but that doesn't mean you're out of it. So you can receive freedom. And this is just what I believe. Um, but you have to keep your freedom. You know, it's like when you're, when you're smoking cigarettes, you develop lung cancer and you get healed or, you know, however, through surgery, whatever. And then you pick up cigarettes again. You know, like you got to learn how to keep your freedom. And so with within that, um, you know, time of being married about it, two years ago, the enemy crept in slowly. So he doesn't just put the yoke on you. Bang. He's slow, you know, slowly, it's just a slow process. One day you just hear click. You know? And so that's what was happening with me through incidents. Uh, about a year ago, my grandmother died. She was a, the center of our family. We met with her, her you know, big family. We came together every Sunday. She passed away. The next month, my cousin who was very close to me. He passed away. Um, the uh, fourth month of the year, this was in April, um, my other cousin was murdered. He was a dope dealer. Him and his uh, girlfriend were murdered in their apartment. Their two-year-old was still um, left there. Um, about three months later, my dad was diagnosed with prostate cancer. Um, the next month, my grandfather died. Um, of you know, my grandmother's husband, seventy years marriage. They said he died of a broken heart. He missed her, and uh, and and not to mention just your regular stuff you know, that goes on. And so because of that, I turned towards old habits and old things. Um, and I gave up. I didn't give up on our marriage. I gave up on me. But being the head of the home, everything you're connected to, members, God, relationship, then your spouse, then your children, because I gave up on me, you know, Jesus said, love God with all your mind, heart, your soul, and strength, and then love your neighbor as you love yourself. So everybody who's my neighbor is affected because I'm not loving myself. And so I had to reconnect. It took a, uh, it wasn't probably... To be honest with you guys, 15 days ago, I had major breakthrough, and um, we actually had another couple planned to, to come and take our place tonight, um, because I didn't want to be a slap in my wife's face to to say, let's go do some, uh, you know, let's go sit on the conference and minister about marriage, when we were dealing with things behind closed doors for a year and a half, and um, I mean, it was bad, you know, we were, I was staying the night at the office, you know, but just back and forth, and just... Um, but it was me. And the minute, you know, when, when in the first marriage on the earth, when the enemy attacked it, and God came to Adam, who was the head of that marriage, he said, Adam, where are you? And Adam said, it's this woman you gave me. She's crazy. She's from the hood. She's from the south side. All everybody in her family divorced. You know, she's crazy. And then he, he repeats, he says, Adam, where are you? You know, and so the minute, you know, if the God said, Chris, where are you? I, you know, I'm trying to put the blame on her and this and that. He said, where are you? You're the head of the home. Even if she did have issues or problems, this is the garden I gave you and you allowed those things to come in. And so I began to work on myself to say, all right, I, I checked myself into, you know, that's one of the reasons we joined that church was to submit. Um, you know, I have a bishop and this and that. We don't talk very much, but I said, you know what, I'm going to submit to wise counsel, I'm going to submit to this guy, and um, come to find out in counseling, he was dealing, there, we're almost a split, split an image, 
you know, he's 44 years old, a little older, and has already gone through what we've gone through, almost to the T. And so, you know, I've been 15 days free of just that bondage of just depression, panic attacks, anxiety, you know, suicidal thoughts, just crazy things that the enemy tried to put on me. We even decided until last night that we were going to actually come. Hey, wow. And we called that couple and said, cancel, you know, we're going to make it. So when, when you said good to see you, I said, hey, we made it. I didn't mean we made it. Yeah. I mean, we made it. Yeah. 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 We're going to have an altar call right here. I know. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. You wanted to say? Yeah. I wanted to say something to that because um, the enemy doesn't have any tricks. And he will always whisper in an ear, is this really who God has for you? Right. You'll hear it in dating and you'll hear it in marriage. Something happens. Is this really who God has for you? He's always whispering. Yeah. You know, but there's another whisper too. Yeah. So you have to decide whose voice you're going to listen right. to because yeah, right. uh, marriage has challenges. You know, it is it is two people becoming one. And as we were preparing for tonight, I was just looking in the book of Genesis. And you notice in Genesis 1 is where they said, let us create man in our own image. Let us create him, them man, and male and female. You know, so he created them in the first uh, chapter. And that's how marriage is. Marriage is created, but it's in the second chapter where he said, now let us form man. So marriage is created, it's established, you get into marriage, you get married, but it's once you're married that the forming takes place. And one of the things that he did when he formed woman was he did open chest surgery and took a rib out. And that's kind of how marriage can be, you know? That, that once it's an idea, you get married and it, it's you're shaped in the image of God. But then there's a second chapter where there's something that's being formed. And two complete people from two complete backgrounds, even if you know you have the same convictions, you're still different people. And for us, we are complete opposites. We're complete opposites. And like you said, we've learned that it is a great asset because what I'm weak in, he's strong in. What he's strong in, I'm, or what he's weak in, I'm strong in. So it's, it's been an asset, but there's that forming that takes place. So for him to pull out of Adam, Eve, he had to take one of his ribs, you know? And he took the rib, and then he formed her and gave her to Adam. So in marriage, there is a forming that's taking place as these two people are becoming one, and it is painful at times. And, and you know, sometimes we only talk about good stuff. But marriage is really no joke. Amen. And that's why you have to make sure you are where you want to be in your faith before you even consider a relationship. If you're not where you want to be in your faith, if you have those moments where you're like, should I go here or should I go there? And you're like, ah, oh, you know the Holy Spirit's telling you not to go, but you're still going. Caution. Get where you are obedient to the voice of the Spirit, then consider a relationship. Because I can tell you, I thank God that we are where we are, where we were in our faith before we got married. Because even when you are, it's still no judgment. Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. O.J. Tokes has written a life-changing
teaching book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out OJ Toke's Christian inspirational hip-hop album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to ojtokesministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which OJ Tokes presents weekly, every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.